Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. So last week on the podcast, we talked about stonewalling and how it can destroy your marriage. Now, some of the takeaways that I got from last week's episode was that there are two types of stonewalling. There's intentional stonewalling and unintentional stonewalling. Now, most people do unintentional stonewalling where they're not trying to hurt you. They're not trying to avoid problems, but this is their defense mechanism. And this is how they avoid problems. This is how they avoid conflict and confrontation. So that is unintentional stonewalling. And that's what the majority of people do, just trying to avoid confrontation or an uncomfortable situation. Intentional stonewalling is a little bit different. This is when someone uses stonewalling as a way to manipulate you. And this can be seen as a type of emotional abuse because they're using this to get what they want from you. So it's not oh, I'm trying to protect myself, I'm just trying to avoid confrontation, it's more like, okay, so I'm going to ignore you and pretend like you don't exist and stonewall you so I can get what you want. So there are two different things. One is unintentional, one is intentional. Intentional is bad and it's a form of abuse. Unintentional is just a person who don't know how to deal with conflict and they're trying to avoid confrontation at all costs. Number two, some of the basic signs of stonewalling could be... um, And this is important so you'll know what you're dealing with and understand what stonewalling is. So you can, stonewalling means that you're ignoring what the other person is saying or what you're saying is being ignored. The person who stonewalls will change the subject when the topic is uncomfortable or serious. People who stonewall storm off in the middle of arguments or conversations, or they come up with reasons not to engage in conversations. They refuse to answer your part, anything that you may have to say. So if you're refusing to answer your partner's questions, then you could be stonewalling them. If they refuse to answer your questions, they are probably stonewalling you as well. In stonewalling, there's accusations. So instead of addressing the issue at hand, the partner will accuse you of something instead. So what they would do is project things onto you to avoid dealing with the problem at hand. Or they can just use body language, such as rolling their eyes, hand gestures, um, crossing their arms like I'm just not listening. But they will show you body language that will let you know, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. I don't want to be bothered. Procrastinating in conversations about serious matters is also a form of stonewalling because they just don't want to deal with it. Or they can just refuse to acknowledge that they do any of these things, which is a form of stonewalling. And finally, you can tell that it's stonewalling in your relationship if your spouse or partner has a habit of walking away from confrontations and never coming back to resolve the issue at hand. Now, you notice I said never because there are times in a situation or conversations or arguments, especially when you are married or in a relationship where it gets heated. So someone needs to walk away for a moment to calm down and get themselves together. That is not stonewalling. If someone walks away in the middle of a heated debate or conversation, they take a moment to calm down, they relax, they regain their composure, they get some clarity on the matter, a different perspective, then they come back to resolve the issue, that is not stonewalling. And that is healthy to walk away sometimes if things get too intense so you can come back and resolve it with a clear head. However, stonewalling is different because the person walks away and they never come back to resolve the issue. So this is the vein about stonewalling and this is the distinct characteristics of whether you're being stonewalled or whether someone's just walking away or shutting down for a particular moment in time. 
So if you guys want to find out more about the dangers of stonewalling in your relationship, then make sure you listen to last week's episode of the podcast called What is Stonewalling? Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about insecurities in your marriage and why having insecurities in your marriage can destroy the trust that you have in your spouse or a significant other. Now, there are many reasons why people are insecure in their marriage. Now, some reasons can be justified due to a previous affair or some other traumatic relationship event, or maybe you feel insecure in your relationship due to childhood trauma or the way you view or think about yourself. Regardless of the reason or how valid the insecurity seems to be, in your marriage or relationship, having insecurities will eventually destroy the trust, communication, or confidence that you build up in your relationship or in your marriage. Now, here are some reasons why people might be insecure in their relationship. Number one, they may have a lack of confidence. And lack of confidence could come from low self-esteem. Now, I know this is the reason why a lot of people are insecure because they haven't learned how to love themselves regardless This is one of the main reasons why people feel insecure is because they have a lack of confidence. They have not learned how to love themselves. And because they have not been able to love themselves, it's hard to see how anyone can see value in you because of the way you view yourself. A traumatic experience. Now, of course, this traumatic experience can make you be insecure in your relationship because traumatic experiences can lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. And I know people think that you have to be in an extreme situation for that to happen. But anytime you're in a relationship, whether it's a toxic relationship, an abusive relationship, or an emotionally abusive relationship, etc., even if there's abandonment issues in that relationship, you can still experience post-traumatic stress disorder, which can affect the relationship, which can lead to you being insecure in your relationship. Extreme emotional dependence is also another reason why people can feel insecure in their relationships. Some people have had so much trauma done to them until they are emotionally dependent. For example, if you lose a mom or a father or a child in that relationship, you might become emotionally dependent on your spouse, which can lead to you experiencing a lot of insecurity. Trust issues are among the root cause of insecurities. So if you have a trust issue or your spouse has broken your trust, if something has happened, and you know the thing is it doesn't even have to be your spouse who broke your trust. Your trust could have been broken in a previous relationship. Your trust could have been broken in childhood when you were promised something and it never happened. So trust can be broken. And even though your spouse may or may not be the person who broke your trust, just the fact that they are there they will definitely be on the receiving end of your insecurities. Childhood experiences. Now, childhood experiences is another reason why adults have so many insecurities because of things that have happened to them in the past. And as you see, as we talk more and more and more about insecurities, all of these things have a root and they have a cause and they have a problem. And that problem is that something was done whether in childhood, adolescence, or in your adult life, a trauma has been experienced. And as a result of this trauma that has been experienced, it shows itself as insecurity. So insecurity is more like the symptom of a bigger problem. 
the bigger problem is there's a lot of hurt that has not been dealt with, a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder that hasn't been diagnosed or even began to be dealt with. So as a result, it shows itself up as insecurity. Now, a lot of people have insecurity because of body image issues. And you know, we live in a society where if you're not thin or if you're not, if you don't have long hair or you're not blonde or you don't have blue eyes or if you have any shape different than what society says is acceptable, then that's a problem. That's why so many girls are anorexic and so many girls are bulimic because they have body image issues. And of course we think this is only for teenagers, only kids deal with that stuff. But no, grown-ups deal with it as well. I was reading um, an article a few months ago and it was talking about Lizzo and how she was upset and she was crying because people were body shaming her. So body image issues are a problem. And if people don't feel comfortable in their own skin and who they are and in their body, then that definitely causes insecurity. A fear of failure is also another reason why people have insecurities in their relationship. Now, I know fear of failure is something you talk about when you deal with work or jobs or hobbies or things that you're really passionate about. But did it ever occur to you that people can have fear of failure when it comes to relationships? So people who have been in relationships, maybe they're, maybe they're the person who they always pick the wrong guy, their relationships never work out. They're going to be insecure because they're going to have a fear that that relationship is going to end. Or if there's someone who has never seen a relationship work out and everyone in their sphere of influence has had a relationship that has failed, then of course they're going to think that their relationship will probably fail too because how could their relationship be successful if their mom's relationship failed or their dad's relationship failed or their grandparents' relationship failed? So there's going to be insecurity in believing that their spouse or significant other is going to stay with them because all the relationships around them have failed. And this could even be true when it comes to kids who experience abandonment or things like that. It's hard to believe that someone's going to stick with you if the people who were put on earth to look after you did not was, did not stay. So they may feel some insecurity as well because they're afraid that their relationship is not going to work out. Another reason people feel insecurity in their relationships is because of abuse. Now, abuse can trigger patterns of insecurity. So if someone has been physically abused or emotionally abused, either as a child or in their past relationship, it can be a crushing experience and it can break down their spirit and it can change them on a fundamental level. So these changes alter the way that they're going to view themselves. It also leads to a demented self-esteem or dented self-esteem. And a lot of times these people have no confidence in themselves, not because they're not worthy and not because they don't deserve it or not because they're ugly or they're not pretty or they, you know, it's none of those things. It's just because someone has made them believe and think that they have no value. So of course they're gonna have a dented self-esteem. And we already know that all of these factors change your vulnerabilities, it makes you insecure, and not just in relationships, but in every part of your life. So these people are going to have insecurities and it can come from abuse and that is huge. That's why I always tell people, if you are in an abusive situation, it's better to leave that relationship than stay. And I know people are like, well, what if it works out? What if we can work this out? It may work out, but you do not wanna put yourself in a situation that is dangerous and toxic to you 
and to your emotional well-being just to see if something will work out. It's better to leave that relationship and you get healthy emotionally and mentally so that you can move on to a healthy relationship rather than stay in a relationship that's toxic and that is emotionally and physically not healthy for you. Now, being insecure in your relationship, it can create major problems in your marriage or your relationship because it's hard for you to trust people and then it's going to be extremely hard for you to trust that your spouse's significant other is going to be there for you. Insecurities in your relationship can cause you to feel a fear of losing your mate. It can cause you to feel jealous. It can cause you to demand access to electronics. There are a lot of things that comes along with this. And we're going to talk about them each one by one. So the first thing that being insecure in your relationship, it can cause you to feel like you're losing your mate. And one sign that you are feeling insecure in a relationship is that you feel that you are in a constant fear of losing your mate. Relationship insecurities can make you feel like you aren't worth someone's time. And so you find yourself obsessing over whether your mate really likes you, really enjoys sex, is actually attracted to you, or finds you annoying or wants to leave you for someone else. This fear seems to be all the more warranted when you have been through a rough patch with your partner where perhaps they did lose your trust. Now, we talked earlier in a previous episode how in relationships, things happen. There is no relationship that is perfect. Every relationship, whether it is a relationship that happened a year ago or a relationship that has been going on for 50 years, regardless of where you are in your relationship, at some point, you are going to experience a loss of trust. And it could be significant or it could be minor. But whatever it is, if you are insecure to begin with, This is going to be harder for you to deal with, harder for you to cope with, harder for you to work through. So this is why it's important to have that trust built up at the very beginning and not to have insecurities tear down the foundation of what you guys are trying to build, which is a long, successful, healthy relationship. Now, being insecure can also cause people to be extremely jealous. Now, have you guys ever wondered why There are like times when you see couples and the guy wants to know where his wife is or where his girlfriend is every moment, wants to have access to her phone, wants to be with her everywhere she goes. It's because he's insecure and because he's jealous. He's jealous because he's afraid someone else is going to give her the attention she wants or he's jealous that she's going to find someone better than him. Now, why would he think that? Because there's something that happened to him that made him insecure. So if you are spying on your spouse, Constantly questioning your spouse's whereabouts or you're being constantly negative, have controlling behavior, looking at their electronics all the time, then yes, you are showing signs of being jealous. But this is just signs. These are just symptoms of something bigger. And the bigger issue is there's an insecurity. There is a pain. There's a hurt. There is something that you need to work on so that you can be the partner that your spouse needs. Or if your partner is doing this to you, this could be what the problem is. They're jealous and they have some type of insecurity. Now, in this kind of situation, I'm not going to tell you what to do because I do feel that sometimes when people are extremely jealous and have controlling behavior, then this is not a good sign. People have gotten murdered over this kind of thing. And I'm not saying that your spouse is going to murder you because it's probably not true at all. But this is something that they need to work on. 
And so maybe you can you may want to suggest being a counselor or seeing what can be done so that you guys can work together to help this person feel that they can trust you, but not just that help them understand where their insecurity is coming from because this is not a you problem this is all on them so they need to find out where this is coming from where this insecurity is coming from where is this jealousy coming from that they can work on it you can't sit there and say oh well if i don't do this and he won't get jealous or i shouldn't say this and she won't get jealous now granted you know what should and should not be done in the marriage or in your relationship so if you are doing everything in your relationship to let your spouse know that they can trust you. If you're being transparent and they know they can trust you and they're still having these issues, then they need to see someone to figure out what is the cause, what is the root of the problem so that they can work on their insecurities. Now, jealousy is extremely difficult to overcome, but it's not impossible to do so. I already mentioned that when people are demanding access to electronics, and you know, sometimes it is necessary. And when I say it's necessary, let's say if you need to find out some information, and here's what I mean. So let's say your husband or your, your significant other has a phone number to the plumber and you don't have it. And you're like, hey, let me see your electronics. Okay, that's normal, right? So you look, you get the number, they give you the number, and you're just good to go. But if you are constantly looking in your spouse's phone, looking their passwords up, changing their passwords behind them, reading all their text messages, demanding access to their electronics 100% of the time, then you are insecure and this could be a huge problem because relationships are based off of trust. And if you don't believe that you can trust your partner and you have to always look at their electronics or phones or whatever it is, if you believe you always have to check all of these like social media accounts, then it's a sign that you don't trust them. And if there is something that has happened that made you feel that you had to do this, then that issue or that trust issue is something that should be worked on. But a lot of times people do this because they're insecure and it's hard for them to believe that someone could love them and not cheat on them or mess around with them. And here's the thing that we see. You see the pattern that I'm starting to see with insecurities? So insecurities can make people jealous. Insecurities make people feel that they're losing their mate, which can make them act jealously because they're fearing that they can lose their mate. It makes them demand access to electronics, check social media, and all of these things because they are insecure with who they are. And because they're insecure, they are projecting this all onto their spouse. I mentioned earlier that people who are insecure check social media accounts. They look at their passwords. They look at everything that they do and everything that they say. Now, social media is a notorious relationship killer, and we are going to talk about that next week on the podcast. So, you know, there is a reason to be doubtful of the ease in which infidelity can happen over networking sites, because that does happen. But if it is something where your spouse has proven to be trustworthy, you know nothing is going on, but you constantly do these things and these behaviors, then that's a sign of insecurity. And it is definitely something that needs to be worked on. Now, being insecure can make you paranoid and it can make you have disbelief as to your partner's whereabouts. So if your partner goes out to the store and let's say he or she stays for 30 minutes and you've calculated that it should take them 10 minutes to get there, 10 minutes in the store and they should be back in 30 minutes and they're there at the store for 30 minutes and come back 10 minutes later, 
then you may think that they're having an affair or they snuck out to meet with someone or whatever the case may be and that is not what is happening but you are paranoid and you have so much disbelief because you don't trust your partner and you don't believe that they're going to be where they're going to be and why is that because you are insecure and you feel that no one is going to love you or stay with you being insecure can also show itself in the form of having a need for constant reassurance so if you feel like your spouse has to always tell you how attractive you are always have to reassure you that they love you and that they want to be with you and that they're faithful then that's a sign that you are insecure and that all of the excessive reassurance seeking that you're doing can be an indicator that you're suffering depression which is caused by attachment anxiety so this is something that you need to look into because this is a sign that you are insecure you don't like to be alone so because you don't like to be alone oh by the way this is another sign of insecurity that you don't like to be alone and because you don't like to be alone you will do what you have to do to keep the relationship you will stay even if the relationship is not good for you and you'll do all of these things because you would rather be anywhere than alone and all of this is a sign of insecurity and in insecurity you avoid confrontation because when you're insecure why are you going to fight with someone and they can leave you because then your worst fear will come true so you will give in to anything you will not even resist even if it's something that goes against your beliefs or your core values you will still go along with it because you're afraid to lose that relationship so these are just signs of insecurity dealing with insecurities in relationship or marriage can be difficult it's not going to be easy because first insecurities are kind of hard to identify especially if you feel like you have a justified reason for doing the things that you're doing you're not going to see them as insecurities where as a matter of fact it could just be a symptom of your insecurity so what i would suggest if you notice yourself doing any of these things i would say any of these things then i would encourage you to seek the help of a professional counselor or a relationship coach so you can talk through these things and figure out are you being insecure or do you have a real reason for the way that you feel and so you can work through these things because a lot of times you take we take things i'm going to say we take what has happened in the past and we throw them and project these things onto our spouse now here's a story and an example of what you could be doing now i have a stepson he is 23 and he is terrified of driving and i can talk about this because no one listens to my podcast in my family so we can talk about this and if you ever say that i mentioned this about him i would totally deny it but anyway he has well it's okay he doesn't care like hell that's the only reason i'm talking about it though he has a fear of driving and he has a fear of driving because a few years ago he was the passenger in one of his friends car and they had like a fender bender even though no one was hurt he became terrified of driving as a result of that incident and i think that's what happens to us something bad happens to us and instead of working on it and getting through it we just take it to the next relationship so you go you keep cycling through relationships different people same problem because you're bringing the same fears same baggage same insecurities so if you are doing any of these things it's time to stop what you're doing okay just stop you are driving a car that is been in an accident you've been hurt okay so it's time to get that fixed 
So I would advise you, like I said, see a counselor, see a relationship coach. Talk about these things that are going on. Explain why you feel this way. And they will be able to help you understand why you're feeling the way you do, what's triggering this, and what you can do to change these types of behaviors. Because the last thing you want to do is go through relationships projecting the baggage from one relationship to the next. It's time for you to heal. It's time for you to work on these things. And we know it's not going to be easy. It is never easy when you have to work on yourself. But it's always something that's worth doing. So for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your marriage or your relationship, if you are insecure or your spouse is insecure, I would encourage you to seek professional help to find out where that insecurity is coming from. And then once you find out where that insecurity is coming from and what triggers it, then you guys can begin to heal and recover from your insecurity so that it does not affect the relationship or recover from your spouse insecurity so it doesn't affect the relationship. Healing takes a while. You know, it's easy for us to do things to people, but it takes a long time for people to heal. It's easy for things to happen to you. It seems like it happens like in the blink of an eye, but it takes a long time for these things to heal. So I would advise you to get help so that you can begin the healing process and get over your insecurities. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called Chaos. And it talks about a woman who's feeling insecure in her relationship and how it's creating chaos in her relationship. Here's the song, Chaos. I know in the past she broke your heart. Now it is hard for you to trust me. When I look into your eyes, I see the pain you feel. But I hope my love will help you heal. Told you over and over again that I love you with everything. Told you. Oh, 
in the podcast. I would like to thank you so much for being here with me today. I absolutely love hanging out with you each week, and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you. If you love the podcast as much as I love spending time with you, I encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show. Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times. So if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes, and I promise you that I will respond to your message. Well, I think that's all for now. So until next week, have an amazing day and a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.